Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Are you guys ready to feel? Did you guys come here to feel? I hope you did. <clears throat> Every time I try. To fly, I fall without my wings. I feel so small. I guess I need you, baby. Every time I see you in my dreams, I see your face. It's haunting me. I guess I need you, baby. It was an abortion, Justin. <laughs> it was an abortion, Justin. It is, man, today is the day. I know this comes out two days afterwards, but I'm very excited. I woke up and it was like, ooh, my little Christmas morning. And I woke up and I opened up my Kindle and I said, Kindle, what do you have for me today? And the Kindle said, oh, Jackie, I have something You're good. the prettiest of them all. That's today. Yes, and then I licked its face twice. Yes, I called it Kindle's face. Yes, that's what you're going to hear today. And all, and it presented itself to me. It opened up its flaps and it showed its bright white light. And there, right in my hands, is the woman in me, Britney Spears's new memoir that I am going to start reading the second I am done with work today. My question is, have you been able to clean up all of the rubble in your apartment after those bombshells Oh my off? God, just like explosions. <laughs> as I, this has been driving me crazy. The, the name of her book is The Woman in Me. And I was uh-huh. like, why? And it's because Tobias Funke's book is The, the Man, Man Inside, inside Me. me. From yes. <laughs> and I keep thinking like, why does The Woman in Me sound so sexu- sexual? And it's because of Tobias Funke and The Man Inside Me. So I just well, we, needed to Clearly. But I also, always... the woman inside of her was sexual MJ, and she was infantilized. I know yes, she was. She thing. was. Her spirit died during the conservatorship. A word I'll never be able to say. I just gotta. I just gotta keep going. Gotta ride. The it's a worcestershire. It's a worcestershire <laughs> situation. <laughs> and um, yeah, she is I, honestly. I am about to fucking download the Michelle Williams audiobook because if, if it's I know ready. I was gonna, dude, I was gonna get the audiobook, but the audiobook was like, which I mean, it's Michelle Williams, so I understand, but it was like twice the amount of the Kindle. Interesting. Yes. It was much more expensive. And so uh, me, old cheapo Zabrowski was like, oh no, I'll read it with my own eye. You were like, oh no, I'll record my own version <laughs> of this audiobook. It's also, yeah. to be fair, you are cheapo Zabrowski, but also you are somebody who has proudly told me and Holden when we ask you what you listen to, like besides music, like if you're cleaning the house, doing the dishes, doing chores, what do you listen to? And you proudly say 
Silence. silence. Absolutely. You, you don't silence. listen to things. I am it's a raging amazing. psychopath and I choose silence most of the time. I once recorded an argument my parents had in 1998 and that's what I listened <laughs> to. Oh, that's good. Were they arguing over you? Oh, uh, yeah. They were just like, how do we get him out? What's wrong yeah. with him? I bet. We both, they were like, it's what's two wrong more years and then he's him. gone to college. I know what I need about that. And there wasn't really an argument because they both could agree that something was wrong with you. But they were disagreeing <laughs> yeah, about well, what was, to yeah, do. I was, I was crouched <laughs> up loudly the, agreeing with I was Crouched up in the top corner of the room on the ceiling, like hereditary oh, style. Yeah. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. And I started doing that. So yeah, I totally get why they were like get him out. But yeah, anyways, I listened to that, which is kind of fun. Just hovered in the top corner, going ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I'd probably want to get you out too. I just think it's amazing that Jackie doesn't listen to things, and I think it'll be amazing to our listeners who are presumably podcast people. I feel like I am terrified of the sound of my own brain. I know Lexi's the same way. Deathly silence. Really, and I cannot handle it. I, I need can't a pay podcast. attention. You know how cacophonous it is inside of my brain. <laughs> you know how many conversations I'm having with myself at uh-huh. all times. When I, uh-huh. I see these TikToks, all right? There's so many of these TikToks out there because I always find myself in the weird like psychology part of TikToks right. that talk about that there's like a good percentage of people that are a, not self-aware, and B, not not overlapping, just separate group. There's a separate Venn diagram of people that do not have an inner voice. Uh-huh. And I, I wish it could be quiet. Right. I am never in silence. And is that a scary thing <laughs> but I guess to say while I'm wide-eyed, we're, we're staring you down right now, MJ? No, it doesn't surprise me. I know I look at you, and when, even when you're not talking, I know that you're talking on the inside. I'm talking. Always. I'm always talking. So uh, Oftentimes, I don't know if Lexi does this to you. I don't know if this is a, li- a person listening to silence thing, but I will, in the middle of a conversation to myself, respond to myself towards yes. Jeff, and Jeff will be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, in my head, I was talking about all of these things, and so then I responded, but for some reason it came out aloud because I'm alone so much that usually I'll just respond aloud, and it doesn't matter whether it's in my head or whether it's not in my head. Yeah. I, for sure, I'm a verbal processor, so it's more me, and I'll say things out loud, and Lexi will be confused by them, and I'll be like, I'm verbally processing, you know what I mean? Which is bad when you get into a fight, because then you start like talking about your feelings about the fight out loud. <laughs> when you oh, walk yeah, into the other rooms, it extends the fight. That extends the fight, uh, but yeah, that's what I'm doing, Jackie. I'm blocking the noise out of my head. Exactly. I'm, I'm, listening, I'm listening to two people talk about nothing. This is the thing. I don't do audiobooks. I love audiobooks. I love an audiobook. I need two people talking about whatever. Yeah. I need just us, people shooting the shit. Three of us are all over the spectrum. All over the different spectrum. And on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, very on the spectrum. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, And I'm loving it. I'm loving on the spectrum. Um, But yeah, I'm also, yeah, exactly. And uh, I did... Um, Speaking of which, I may have ordered two more Rubik's Cubes and the special Rubik's Cube timer. Why do you need more Rubik's Cubes? You got to scramble them. Don't ask a question you don't want the answer to, Jackie. You just got to explain it. Jackie! Now I'm speed solving, all right? If you want to speed solve, you got to scramble. I thought you got the four by fours for your speed solving. No, not the four. It's three by three speed solves. And then there's two by two, but I'm not, I don't care about two by two right now. I'm working three by three. 
I, I, you need multiple, so you scramble them all up, and then you can do timed runs one after the other. If I only have one, I have to scramble it, scramble it, scramble it, time, 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 scramble it, scramble it, scramble it. It's madness. So instead, I get I have my special little timer where you put your hands on the little hand spots, and then you let it go, and it starts the timer. And then as soon as you put the hands back down, it stops it. And this my is, PB, it's a Rubik's cube specific timer. That I feel is like for Rubik's cubes is... and cup stacking. Whatever. Okay, it's wow. very This useful. is for very strict parents that. have... Have a twelve-year-old that they're trying to get into Harvard the next day. Right, like, I feel right. like this is torture device. I know. It oh is. God, yeah. Solve the problem as soon as your hands are are off bleeding. The diver, if they're not bleeding, my, then you're not doing it that, hard talk enough. Talk about the voices in my head would be screaming <laughs> at me if I had to follow that timer. That sounds awful. My TV awful. is a minute twenty-four. We're working on it. So you're just now you're just gonna start. I'm gonna timing start, everything. I'm gonna probably start live streaming speed solves of Rubik's cubes. Yeah. Oh, everyone's gonna love watching <laughs> that. Wow, Holden, I just need you to know everyone loves watching you on the Rubik's cube. There you go. When he gets to Cuban, I'm Team Rubik's cube. Actually, Thank I you. like Holden on the. I Rubik's appreciate cube. that. Nay. He he walks. I love the. Um, you know, I like anything that kind of brings us out of the whole humdrum day to day. And I think there's something about a grown man walking around a social situation a with a Rubik's Cube that is just aggressively, it's not antisocial. That's why I like it, but it's aggressively like different. Had a, it is antisocial, but I had a great conversation <laughs> with uh, <laughs> I had a great conversation with Marcus of the network. He uh, is also appreciating my cubing and appreciated my cube because he, I let him have my Rubik's branded Rubik's Cube. Oh my um, God. You did, you did what? You did want to hear about Taylor Swift this week, so you're hearing about the Rubik's Cube. (laughs) (laughs) Write it in. Write it, fuckers. I don't want to hear about the Rubik's Cube. The man has his hyperfixation. No, we're just taking a break. We're talking talking about a different D. I'm replacing one hyperfixation with another hyperfixation. We're changing the name of the podcast to Holden's Hyperfixations. You are not (laughs) taking the the wheel of this crazy train right now. Oh my God! Is Ozzy Osbourne here? Yes. I um, don't give me a bat. No, but really, what is happening in the news? We've got bombshells galore. There's, I mean, there's bombshells galore. I mean, lots of Britney Spears. Britney Spears has kind of taken over, but today again is the day of the release of the memoir. So right now, the bombshells are everywhere. But also, like, it's. I do wonder how many bombshells are left inside of the book, and that's part of the reason why I'm reading it. Is I'm like, did they? Like, give away all of the bombshells that I'm going to read well, it, in the book. Because she's not thrilled with how it's being marketed. No. Oh, really? Uh, she no, a, she's not. She's yeah, openly. She's, she's mad about the abortion thing being, like, the main, um, you know, the way that that's splashing everywhere. Because she's, like, she had a post about this on her Instagram, and everyone knows her Instagram is a little bit of a roller coaster. But it was, like, a pretty cogent post about being, like... I wrote this, I mean, she, you know, she writes, it's like in a notes app, you know, it's right. like, it's, 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 but like, it's her being like, I, the whole, the book is supposed to be like about my life and about all the things I've gone through. And so to like pick one thing out, um, and pull it out of all the other context I was writing about, um, and make it seem like that's like the tragedy of the book, when in fact, it's just me kind of trying to tell the story of my life is very frustrating and have that be all the headlines. And that's, I think is very, very sympathetic. I mean, imagine you write your fucking memoir and whatever the, you know, kind of most immediately scandalous thing you've ever done is the only thing that anybody knows about the memoir. But if she doesn't think that that's what's going to happen at this point, I don't know what to tell her. Yeah. Like I really do. I'm like, but you are also writing the memoir, you know, like you are also doing it and putting it like, what do you think is going to happen when the PR machine starts to eat it up? I'm 
not saying it's right. Or uh, counter question. Do you think that uh, these conversations make me feel so icky, but I have seen some discourse around the fact that that fact is in the book, maybe suggesting that like her handlers were like, put this in there because that'll get a lot of attention. That'll get a lot of shock. And that that might be something that an otherwise, you know, uh, thriving um, like if she was uh, somebody who seemed to be in a more stable place we might be able to receive this choice differently right. but because mm. she is somebody who has been the reason it makes me feel icky is because she's been so constantly spoken for and by others taken over by so others I think, MJ, I think by what others. you're saying is she's a little baby a little baby shouldn't write books <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're don't saying? think that's what <laughs> MJ is saying you're the one who said that she has the voice of a scary baby <laughs> Uh, 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 yeah, I, I. Who are her handlers at this? You well, say that's the, word the handlers, thing. I don't. And I'm like, I, who even is that at this? Well, point? I don't know. But she, or do you mean like, she probably didn't just do you mean sit like down? Her PR people and like her, yeah, her business, right. her, yeah. her management right. her, people. Maybe her ghostwriter and the editor. Go, whoever. Right? I don't the, think she had a ghostwriter. You don't holder. think she did? Yeah, I don't think she sat down and just typed the book. Hundred percent. I would have a ghostwriter. Type the book into her notes app. You know, like I think that right. Whoever is making. Obviously, whoever is making PR decisions around Britney Spears is not always in the driver's seat, hence the knife dancing videos. Like, she's obviously <laughs> making a lot of choices herself. You know what you should do? You should wield two giant blades <laughs> while you do those dances. That would be great, I did see Brittany. someone go as her in that in video the, the for blades. Halloween. And That's I awesome. <laughs> it's great. I love the knife dancing video. It's like one of my favorite things she's done. I thought it was awesome. It's yeah. great. And then I'm she scared, put out also but... a statement about that. She's yes. always putting out statements. Yeah. Her statement was like, they're not real knives, you jackasses. Yeah, but, but then so, everyone but was like, yeah, but like... didn't they like clink together? Yeah, so, I don't totally know. Like I didn't real go knives. back they're and totally watch real the knives. <laughs> they're absolutely <laughs> real knives. That's the most insane thing to say ever. They clearly are. She's brandishing blades. You know I, like the, every statement is like creates like a new controversy. Like yeah. clearly, real knives. <laughs> Would that be great? Every time you made a statement, every, it sets the world on fire. Just like <laughs> no, that would be. I think that's the worst. <laughs> that would I. I would hate that. Do yeah. you know how much dumb shit comes out of my mouth? Could you imagine someone like trying to pull apart my Instagram captions? Oh yeah. To be like, but what is she really feeling? It's like I'm telling you, I'm insane. That's what I'm telling. You. Yeah, decode, <laughs> just decoding. You know? I've got a problem. I can't even like not let you guys know when I'm going through a depressive state publicly. Like yeah. I can't not say how I feel. I mean, I hear you. I, you know, but it would be kind of fun because then I'd start like fucking with it. You know what I mean? I'd start like putting messages out that are crazy. I'd be like, there's a man on the moon. You know what I mean? I'd be like saying just, you know, little things like and people would be like, I think he's talking about, you know, uh, what's Cryptic like messages. Yeah. What's yeah. Gonna, something's happening on Thanksgiving this year. You know what I mean? Or something. <laughs> um, yeah, three-dimensional Thanksgiving Day Parade yes. over on the Holdenators. Oh, yes. It's going to be so Don't fun. worry. It is coming for you. All the stars will be out tonight. Oh, my God. Will they? I'm so excited. I know. I'm just sorry. I can't. I'm not trying to jackwash Halloween right now. I would never take away Halloween from anyone. You know I love Halloween. But, you know, I also can hear the distant gobbles mm -hmm. in my future. Mm -hmm. And I am starting to get thick with gravy. And do you hear what I hear? Whoa. Oh, 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 oh. 
Oh my God, there's I, a turkey loose in the studio. That's those gobbles you're hearing. <laughs> I wish. That's what I'm going to do. Wouldn't that be so funny if I got a bunch of turkeys? Aren't turkeys like assholes though too? Yeah, they, they are. Like, they're oh, very yeah. mean. They're yeah, like they're geese. Mean. Yeah. Geese also famously geese, assholes. The, the, other, the other bird mascot of this show. Man, Ge- did I tell you about the, the turkey thrower? Man, this dude, I met a bunch of turkeys, and he's like, you gotta watch out, though, but don't worry, if they get out of line, you just grab them, because he was the the farmer, I, he was like the turkey wrangler, so he How knew what he was doing. are we on a farm right now? Where were you Yeah, where did you get, where's the yeah. farm? <laughs> where the <laughs> I on a farm? Take us what to the farm, Jack. <laughs> it's not Thanksgiving yet, so yeah. why were you I, on a turkey farm? Was this the, was when we went to a uh, a farm upstate where they killed their own kosher beef and they had shown us where like the line where they have to hang out hang them out by their necks and I was just like oh you gotta hang them out by their necks eh and he's like yeah this is our bloodletting line and um so that was in upstate New York but this man also showed me his turkeys and then apparently (laughs) to wrangle up a turkey you gotta grab them by the neck and kind of give them a toss did you get to drink any of the blood no, but I did see the stains in the dirt. That's and um, man, Ugh. what a romantic time it was. <laughs> I tell you, never, don't worry, there wasn't a lot of romance happening back then anyway. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so just think about them turkey turkeys. And I'm gonna, I am gonna. think I'm going to get a tattoo of a turkey with a little hat on. As have you I should. Said, uh, have I said during the show yet that I'm having a bit of a midlife crisis and I'm getting a bunch of tattoos? You become a bit of a palate. Yeah, I'm you're, starting. You're palading. I'm starting to. Uh, I don't know if it is. Is it a midlife crisis? Do you think? I don't know. I feel like. I feel like this is the best time to get tattoos. Obviously, I'm going to say that. I just got my first 36. tattoo. But I just think that. I think that it is such a good. I think 36 is actually. That's kind of nice. If this is. I yeah, hope honestly, this is. My if you're mid- getting on it right now, I just crisis. think this is the time. If you were getting yeah. uh, all these tattoos at 26, I think I'd be more concerned. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting how quickly we go from 26 is like clearly youth, and then somehow 36 is like absolutely right in the middle of midlife crisis. You because are not, that is still young as hell to me. 36 of course, is like still very young, being in, the, being in your mid-30s is the best. That's, this is the, literally the best I time. don't know. I think I'm bored. I think I'm late 30s now. Isn't 36 late 30s? I'm not going. Late. No, no, no. I don't know, Jackie. I'm 37. I'm still very much in my of, mid-30s. Are you mid-30s? 37 is the beginning of late 30s for sure. What? Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm out of here. You're in late 30s. You are practically pre- You might as well be 40. You got pulled over by the cops. You got pulled over by the cops, MJ. That's what happens when you try to leave the conversation. Exactly. And they don't like trans people in these parts. No, right? don't you just hear me screaming, I don't talk to the police. The <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Am I being detained? Am I being detained? Am I being detained? I know my rights. Uh. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. 
The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. No, I think that, uh, I mean, all I'm saying is that I think when we were kids and our parents were having midlife crises, it might disturb all of us to realize that they were probably in their late 30s because many um, people, by the time they're in their late 30s, are living lives that are a little bit more grown up than our lives, perhaps. So I do think that we would call this midlife crisis, although I associate a midlife crisis with like a 50-year-old man on a motorcycle. Mm. I do Especially think, because I feel like chronologically, like, is it still a midlife crisis if you don't have like a family and a home? The, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, is it, yeah, this yeah you is still got a life. <laughs> this is how I'm going to market Jackie. Jackie. Feel like that's Jackie. what drives you over the edge. It's though. a two step. It's a two step process. Sure. First step you you uh, are doing, which is getting a lot of tattoos. But second step you're not doing. You are not a part of a roller derby league. And I, that just because is the I, true I, tell. You know that I'm just scared. If I, I wish I could be <laughs> I a part of roller be a derby one, on team. So bad. I want to be a part of one so badly. I just wish I didn't have to learn how to roller skate. I, w- I, w- I wonder, she can't do anything on wheels. Hold I wonder, if, don't but, put but her I on wheels. Jackie could be like the guy that dances in the Mighty Mighty Boston's kind of position, but on a roller derby. Like you just stand there and scream. Can I host a roller derby? Yeah, for like sure. Ho- exactly. Yes. And like, yeah, uh, you're like the announcer or whatever. You yes. know what I mean? I'll not roast them because I'd be scared because they, ooh, then they're going to start coming That's over the and fun, ooh, then, then they go like, so you mad at me shit, and they'll be like, oh, are you mad at me? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to kiss me? So and then we're going to kiss them. and they'll be like, Jeff, oh, okay, right. I can't do it. I'll, yeah. I can't cheat on Jeff with the roller derby league. <laughs> I think you can. And that's why that's why you're not having a midlife crisis because I really feel like it's much as I think fifty year old man on a motorcycle. The central tenet of a midnight of a midlife crisis is destroying your existing relationships. Right. And seeking out, like, I feel like breaking up with your partner and looking for somebody who's like 23 is like the real, that's the real midlife crisis. Or kissing a bird know? or something like that. You I don't would know what's never kiss happen. a bird. I think, can you imagine how difficult it would be on your lips and all the little holes? Yeah, you who have establishes in your lips? the kind of the, I think you would wrap your mouth, lips around the beak. And try no. to throw the tongue in there. No, no you got to just do a forgive on me, the edge. Do a peck, a peck. Yeah, it's a peck. Right. It's just a tiny, just a, on the very. I'm going to put my full mouth over the beak. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. And then let the bird control from there. So the bird then opens the. Beak. Yeah, they don't call you the gobstopper for nothing. <laughs> Everybody knows he's everlasting, my friend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, he's been sucking on that bird's beak for the last four hours. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, he's everlasting. Um, so there's a a lot more bombshells coming out with Britney Spears's <laughs> book, all right? And we know, so it's like, we we know about the big ones that have come out. We know about the fact that she felt like she was a child robot. But I really feel like uh, something that they're not, which she can't promote right now because of the SAG after strike. I'm sad because I don't know if the Crossroads is still coming out in the movie theaters because they were going to put Crossroads in the movie theaters for the premiere of the memoir. Which is interesting because it was like pretty clearly a mistake at the time and will almost surely read like more of a mistake now. Right. Yeah. That was probably her at the height of her being like overworked. Maybe they thought it was a good idea right. and then they realized that there's no way they could ever compete with like um, what's happening with Taylor Swift or with Beyonce right now at AMC. So maybe they just like gave up. Oh, maybe. So yeah, really because that would be embarrassing. It? I don't think so. I looked to see if I could get tickets to it and I, I'm not seeing, maybe they don't have it at AMC, but you know, I'm, I'm a stub. So right. what am I going to go to a different movie theater? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <don't>... loyal. 
<laughs> I feel like I want to talk about her claim that she got dumped by Justin Timberlake via text in 2002 because I want to just do a little bit of a forensics on that Ooh. fact. It's not that I think she's lying, but I know, and it's, it does say that it was on a Motorola flip phone and that uh-huh. tracks, <laughs> but I sent my first text message in 2004. Yeah. You don't think they didn't have like the, but come the on, best the of the best? Rich. Yeah, they're the richy The riches. celebrities are just, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. So they might have been get they might have gotten Motorola flip phones with texting capabilities a little bit before. And I guess I guess I don't know. Do we really think JT sent a T9 predictive text? <laughs> it's over to her on her Motorola flip phone. I mean, I'm not trying to accuse her of lying, but I'm just saying texting in 2002 was so not a thing. But yet. that's why I feel like it's over rather than like I was like a paragraph or something. I feel like back then, yeah, it was and like yeah. that if that's just like the le- like it, because you could only write like shorter messages back then because you only had so much screen space. And remember the T9 predictive yeah, text. Yeah, you had you to click. Yeah. Choose what words you were saying. And, 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 yeah. and you get distracted playing Snake. Yeah, you had you Snake. I loved game Snake. snake. Oh, I, I loved snake. snake on my brick phone, man. I can't believe that at one point in time, my dad had like a full-size giant phone just in his car that he would- Like a Zach Morris one? Yeah, like Whoa, a Whoa, he had gi- a car phone like that? He had like a big-ass car phone well, in yeah, his he was, car. I imagine he was a high-powered lawyer, so he's just yeah, like, yeah. bye, no, get him in the, I the think prison. He, I think he only I don't know used it. Like the dad from Hook. Yes. He only used it to every now and again be like, I'm, I'm on my way home, I'm just stuck in traffic. Like, I don't, I, like, to have a phone that fully lives in your car at all times is so absurd. Like, there's just no I think it's, need for it. I am still, though, the the age where that is the utmost of luxury. Yes. Like, I never, like, I we never had a car, or, like, a car phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. It was all I ever wanted, though, because you would see it in the movies, and you're just like, oh, my God, just picking up. And you 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 have to yell, buy, sell. Right. Like, they don't say hello on yeah, those Yeah, you phones. don't have a normal conversation No, it's ever. always screaming, I yeah, would assume. Totally. Yeah, it's crazy. like only yeah. people who live in California yet too I feel like it wasn't for like Midwesterners yeah convertibles you know? yeah, yeah was it a convertible Holden no no I don't think he had was uh, it his midlife crisis <laughs> he got a B, he did get a B, uh, convertible BMW for uh, no, no no he didn't get a convert. he wanted to get a convertible BMW like the James Bond car Whoa, from Golden Eye that's, that's that a midlife car. crisis and my sure. mom literally was like you're going through a midlife crisis <laughs> we're not getting this car it makes no sense for us to get this car but they were stri- it was a crazy time now I'm kind of sad I feel like I gotta ask my parents if they went through a midlife crisis. I don't think they outward. I don't think we had the money to go through a midlife crisis. I think you just like are sad and you get through it. I think with your Is mom, that what it boomers was the, did. I think it was the Reiki teacher. It was a late. Oh man, a late midlife. Don't even. My mom's getting into line dancing now. Ah. That's great. <laughs> That's a great really dancing guy. I That's my know. Question. I can't wait to hear about it. She told, I was like, <laughs> this is what I love about my mom. My mom is like always trying new things. And she's just, and she's like, I'm she's like, I'm starting line dancing on Monday. I don't know. Maybe I'll be really good at it. I was like, hell yeah, mom. Maybe you will be really good. I feel good like at line it. dancing is totally acceptable. Older person. Absolutely. Get, you know, you get the body movement. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great way. I kind of want to go line dancing. It's a great I way to be line dancing. I would I would totally do yeah, it. Well, you know, I hate but, it. Yeah, but yeah, I despise it. Well, yeah, you can't handle it. Completely cannot handle it. Everything about it is like, it's so rigid and like, Mm, it's it's all tight. (laughs) I feel like I'm in the military. Yeah. I feel like I'm being trained. I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Oh, I know. I mean, MJ... 
You love a boot scoot. I love a boot scoot. I love a command dance. And not touching. And I love not not touching. touching And I'm also not that good at dancing. So I love being told what to do, you know, because I love to dance. But I don't, I don't, you know, have it, as they say. So I think if you just tell me how to move my body, I can try. And I still won't look that good, but I will try. And that's No, you will, though, because it's rigid. Like the whole idea is to like look like a scarecrow while you're doing it. Like it's very rigid. Yeah, I can drive at that. Yeah. It's like emotionless, no smiling. It's very emotionless. You were just. What are you saying about me, Hold <laughs> Dude, I think. All right, I beg to differ. <laughs> that you don't like joy, and that no. you're you're upset. I what? beg to differ, <laughs> Holden. You have never been line dancing before. There is nothing sexier than someone that is good at line dancing. Yeah. because That's the thing. Anyone That's can a, yeah. line dance, but you got. But not everybody is good at line dancing. And the people yes. that are good, ooh, with their asses. This is the ooh, problem. With their boots. This is the problem. 100%. A, you're describing definitely a man, and and I'm cis hetero. But, uh, what are you talking about? It's also like women in tight little no, no. like no, mini no, no, no. Yeah, skirts. Have you ever happens, seen like Jackie. a 55-year-old woman line dance? There's one young hot guy doing it. And then all the ladies in the room are ogling at all ages, right? Yeah. That's what, and they that's all have what you're describing. You're, I'm good. You're giving me memories of Marcus's wedding again, okay? Uh, <laughs> all the his very attractive yes. family members in their cowboy hats, and they're all like, yep. ma'am, would you like to dance? And I was just like, oh. I'm going to bet you yes, anything. They all have tucked in shirts into their high jeans. I'm going to bet you anything. It's like, tight a, it's like an episode of like Golden Girls or something. Everyone goes to this thing because there's one guy that's smoking. Yeah, dude. That kills Stop. it. Yeah, and I all bet. The ladies go and try to get that guy's attention. Yeah, and I'm for looking at his butt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. And that's the whole thing. And they're all like vying for. I made you this quilt last night. You Man, know what I mean? This they is why come, I can't. I made you extra yes. pot stuffing. You know what I mean? I you love would, this. You'd be great. I would love to see you uh, try to compete. Uh, for the guys, I want to be in an old folks' home yesterday. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be so good in an old folks' home. Everybody's going to love me. I'm always going to like have like a margarita in my hand, and I'm just going to all day. I'm going to be high all day. Yeah. Right. And I'm just going to go to every day, like like every samba class they have, every art class they have. I'm going to do it all. Everybody's going to love me. I'm going to make everybody food all the time, and I'm going to make kiss all over yeah, that old yeah. folks' home. And there's one guy there named like. Manolo that runs all those classes and everybody's just like uh, Manolo. Uh, Manolo, I know how you love my chicken and donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oops, be, my breast popped out of my shirt. Yeah, beat hard. Yeah, beat <laughs> That's hard. not what Manolo would sound like. <laughs> it's so not what Manolo would sound like. But we all know that there's a Manolo scenario going on with Linda right now. Oh right? man, I hope so, man. Maybe, yeah, that's what br- draws her eye. Maybe that's what's bringing my mind. Mom, uh, I hope so, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, horniness will heal us all. It will. It will, Holden. <laughs> Thank you for reminding us. But also for not reminding me about the so not horny sag aftra strike Halloween rules so, that we're supposed to be following, which I immediately stupid. broke. Sorry. Sorry, I broke the rules. Yeah, this is a tough uh, one. And they, you posted on social media. Yeah, I you're did. a villain. Dude. Yeah, I'm a villain. I, I guess I'm I'm okay. No, they they backtracked it. They did well, they no, backtracked they did, only it. to say that that kids aren't a part of this, obviously, because Ryan Reynolds made fun of it. So SAG put a statement out being like, 
Don't go. Also, with- I didn't do the Chucky thing on purpose. I was already planning on being <laughs> it. And I had the whole costume. <laughs> you scab. Oh, I think I have to pick a couple of scabs. I had in the whole costume room. already. What was I going to buy another costume? <laughs> well, that's why I think a lot of celebrities are really pissed off because everyone's it was so late. If, literally, if you told me a month ago, I would have been right. like, "All right, I, I won't do it." Yeah. But it was like no, the that week is before insane like, that they on. put this statement out, and this statement's so ridiculous, saying, "Don't go as licensed characters and don't post licensed characters on social media." I personally think this is ridiculous, especially in a year where Barbie in the movie theater like saved movie theaters. That's the thing. It's tough with Barbie because it's such an obvious and good costume and easy for people to do and fun. You yes. know? And, and it's like, that's what's saving the movie theater business. People wanting to dress up and, and go to the theater or dress up and go to a Halloween party as the big character from the big blockbuster. Like that is, to me, it just... We get to a point where it's like, I think that you should be able to dress like Barbie. I just, I think it's insane. I'm even, I'm not even going to fucking Universal Studios this year for Halloween Horror Nights because I feel like I feel weird about it because of the strike and things like this. But then when you make rules like this, this isn't helping or changing no, anything. I think it's, this, yeah. That, like, because that's the whole thing is that when they came out saying this about this, like when they said you can't uh, dress up as licensed characters or else. Uh, you are crossing the picket lines. Ryan Reynolds immediately came out and was like, I can't wait to follow around my eight-year-old and just calling her scab, scab <laughs> all night. And then they clarified, well, kids don't count, but it's just like, yeah, but else, I think the main one is celebrities are freaking out actually because they they already have their entire costume put together and then you put the statement out. That's that's what it seems it's literally like, it. And the yeah. rules are it's not like they're not asking SAG's not saying like everybody shouldn't do this. It's just SAG members, right? Like they just don't want SAG members Correct. to do sure. it. Yeah. And it's like and I'm not I, I think it uh, it is a I think uh, I think that they pretty clearly recognize that it was like a bit of a PR loss for them. Um which yeah. is a shame because otherwise I think PR they've been you know, pretty like PR is very clearly, but on the side of like studios, bad, um, you know, unions good, but yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough in a year like this when obviously the costumes write themselves, um, you know, and, uh, yeah, this is just one of those ones where it's like, Oh, everybody's going to want to be Barbie. Of course yeah. they're going to want to be Barbie, but I love this. This makes it, it's just so like, Oh, we've got hamburgers at home. We can't go to McDonald's when this is okay. We, members can safely dress up as Jacob Elordi Elvis from A24's Strike Proof Priscilla, but not Austin Butler's King of Rock and Roll. That's you can't funny. dress up as Carmi from The Bear, but you can dress up as Jeremy Allen White from his A24 movie, The Iron Claw. Fuck off. <laughs> Come on. Oh, fuck you. Fuck Are you, you the Iron Claw guy? Yeah, so many people are going to get that costume. They're going to know what that is. Although, man, that movie trailer, look at the Iron Claw trailer. It's a Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White yes. movie that's cut. Dude, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks, um, looks very, very upsetting, and I can't wait to watch Jeremy Allen White continue to upset me in different ways. <laughs> Carly Lai! The Line Dancer's Journey, I believe he's uh, going to be in that movie. In a I think months. he's got the ass for it. Oh, yeah. And, but he's, and he's got the mean mug for it, too. Actually, we should get Carmi to line dancing for us. Oh, yeah. He yeah, would just be sure. looking really it. sad while line dancing. Yeah, with his tight jeans. I love his Saturday Night Fever, but for line dancing. I think there is, is Urban Cowboy is not that exactly, right? But don't they line dance in that movie? Oh, a yeah, bit? yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, spicy. Man. Can I dress as him? No, I can't. Can I? Probably not. Pro- absolutely not, Holden. <laughs>
Jaggy th- throw up. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we got quiet because it, look, look, it seemed as if Jaggy might puke in the studio for I a did second it. there. That I did crazy. it. I did it. <laughs> I, it's just my coffee. My coffee went down and then it came back up and mm. then it went back down. There you go. Beautiful. <laughs> Aren't you so intrigued? All right. So I can't wait to go see Killers of the Flower Moon. Three and a half hours long. I was going to say, yeah. I can't believe long. we're talking about cowboys this much, Jackie, and we haven't talked I about know. This. All right, I got a hot take on this one oh, that I think no. a lot of people are agreeing oh, with. Oh, the I'm indigenous... S- no, I'm just kidding. Oh. I, my hot take is, give me back... We need... And I would have loved it for fucking eras as well. Bring back the intermission. Why, God, why? Especially because I follow multiple people on TikTok that talk about when is a good time to pee during long movies. And this one person was like straight up, no time to pee during Killers of the Flower Moon. It's all fucking unbelievable, and it, it, there's no good time for you to take Bring, a break. If it's so much over, happens. I think if it's over two and a half hours long, come on, yeah. give me even if it's five minutes. Let us, but I love an intermission. I love intermissions and plays. And then you, people you, will spend more money because yes, they'll go you'll, get they'll more spend stuff. More money. You walk outside. You get to talk about like what you just saw for a little bit. You get to like process. You kind of get hype, or you know what? You go fuck it. I think I'm good, and you just go home. You know what I mean? And you have that option too. But I think at the end of the day, what usually happens is you go like, "That's pretty cool," and you talk about it a little bit, and you know, you kind of get to check in on the first whole half of the movie. I'm not watching this movie in the theater because I need to be able to watch it in either two different sittings or at the very least, like pause it throughout. Because I it's thought too long. that three and a half hours, and it's all good. That's fascinating. But we got we. So what we're doing is we're going in the middle of the afternoon sure. yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. Yes. like that's the only time we can go. Because like Jeff and I were talking about going sometime, and Jeff's like, I just can't. I'm sorry, not Jeff. It's it's me. Let's be real here. It's me that said, I don't think I can do a full day of work and then go see a three and a half hour long movie right. because I'm going to fall asleep. Right. And I don't want to fall asleep because I've been really wanting to see this movie. When you, yeah, when you said you're afraid of falling asleep, I was like, oh, is this movie supposed to be like a power of the slog? But it sounds not. It sounds like it's no, a three it's and a half hour be, no it's slog. It's supposed to be unbelievable. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be an amazing movie. And what's really cool is that because of the strike, none of the actors could go to the premiere, but the Osage citizens went to the premiere instead and got like the like the actual attention yeah. on them. This was cool. Rather than it just being on like Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio, which is really that that's how you do a strike rule. Like this is great. Yeah. This was the coolest thing I've seen from a red carpet. I mean, the two things that I mean, there's been so many inspiring things from the strike totally, but like the the two most inspiring, like in terms of how to do a red carpet on a strike was like, first of all, when all the Oppenheimer cast walked off the red carpet like, yes. because the strike was authorized right during the premiere of Oppenheimer. That was cool as fuck. And then this, yes. yeah, the fact that nobody could walk the red carpet because of the strike rules. And so they had Osage citizens like come on and talk about like, you know, their like their clothes and like their, you know, culture. And it was like so fun to be like, yeah, honestly. And they're all wearing their traditional clothing too. Yeah. Like, it's really cool to see. I'd yeah. way rather hear just like this person tell me about like the the traditional clothes she's wearing and what they mean than like whatever the fuck Leonardo DiCaprio would say on a red carpet anyway. You know, like red carpet events are so yes. 
like uncomfortable for everyone and almost never satisfying for anyone that I kind of love the idea of just being like, let's just get some regular people in there. Like, let them talk about, you know, the people who are the subject of the movie. Let's like, let's give them the microphone, you know? Yeah, there's something really annoying to me about people who like know exactly how to like stand and shift and move while getting their pictures taken on a red carpet. And yeah. And then right here. And then I'm going to... Yeah, and then I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah right. I certainly don't know any of those things. Every time I see a full body picture of me, I'm like, what am I supposed yeah, to do? Like, I, how well, do they, they do get it? Coached, and then you I get know. good at it, and then you like, you know what I mean? But they and then all, you like, pop they, into it. Yeah, they like pop into these little meh, 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 and they're always like meh, meh face. They're always like. Pip, 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 pip. I you think know you're just mean? thinking of Murp Murps. Yeah, I am thinking of Murp Murps. I think they're a little well, bit of Murp Murps. Murp Murps doing this. You know, when someone's like very good it's very being stony faced and like posing for like red carpet just all i'm always just like what you know what i mean go find a shoe to drink out yeah you tequila drinker do a shoey yeah whereas all of the people <laughs> on the the red carpet for the all the osage citizens were just like super psyched like they were like yeah, yeah. Man, this was awesome like check it out well, and apparently they were heavily consulted with the community with like from from scorsese himself yeah, yeah that's what's really old it says in here that Julie Julie O'Keefe, who helped with the costumes in the film, representing her tribe, um, says it felt like a community project. And for a Martin Scorsese movie to feel like a community project is, I mean, stunning in itself. That's true. So it's just this just supposed to be, yeah, totally the opposite of Power of the Slog. Like it's supposed to be just a riveting, amazing movie for three and a half hours. But I'm just I'm worried about my baby. <laughs> my baby's got to go somewhere. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Dude, that fucking movie, by the way, we're talking about uh, yeah, Hours of the Slog or Power <laughs> of the Dog, right? Hours, hours of, of the, the Slog. <laughs> what a fucking Unbelievable! I still, it's I'm, a, I'm still asleep from yeah, it. I, I like go back to my memory of it. I'm just like, God, time stopped. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. God, such amazing actors in it. Too. So many, many good wow. actors, and and so lauded, and so everyone's clapped and cheered. And and I'm not that person. It. I'm not like I'm not like the other girls. I don't like the movies everybody likes. I love the movies everybody likes. Yeah, but man, that well, one. everybody. Oof. I don't know who liked that movie. That's, I think it was liars. Every year, yeah, every we year. Deal there's with a, there's these... a green book every year. You know, there's yes. a there's a there's a movie <laughs> that everybody like feels like they should like. You Crash know? was the most egregious. Crash one. was the biggest green. Remember? Crash. Yeah, Everyone yes. looks back at that and is like, that's the hackiest, most ham fisted, like messages about like racism and stuff. It's just so like, why could we not, as a people, step back and be like, this is clearly bad Oscar bait, like hacky Oscar bait. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just hate it too because I love Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst. And I, I love and them, them being a so power much. couple. And Jesse Plemons is in. It. He's but but he's not slogging it in uh, in this movie because he's in. When Jesse Plemons shows up in the trailer for Killers of the Flower Moon, I was so excited. I'll watch him do anything. Yeah, no, he'll be great in this. 
I think what happened was like they're just so happy, you know. And when you're that happy and in love and married, you just make a sloggy slog fest. You is know that what, what I mean? it is? Yeah, because they're just like, you know, what's nice just sitting on this porch and staring at. You know what I mean? They don't have the fire in them. You know what I mean? It's like I ah, fucking the world's on fire. You know, they're just not like that. You know what I mean? But I want to see a guy get his face ripped off. Like that's what I want. That's the energy I know. I, I want. saw them going for a walk in like close to our neighborhood. Yeah, and they take tiny steps, right? Like little. They go. <laughs> Like no, just their a steps half a were foot normal forward. size steps. Well, they so <laughs> no, they walk like those little wind up. They toys, were holding like, hands, and I was just like, <gasps> they're just like, where'd you got to be today? And she's like, nowhere. <laughs> okay, well, tip the cap to your plans today. Yeah, you I know forgot. What I mean? Yeah, she became a crone. <laughs> yeah, but wait, it was weird. She aged before my eyes. Yes. Yeah, before crazy. we move yeah, exactly. on to the conspiracy, can we just give the briefest <laughs> of shout outs to the fact that? Uh, Page seven favorite um, pioneer woman, Reed Drummond's family might literally be like, not might, is literally connected okay. to the like murdering the Osage in, the, it, in this movie. We were sent this article multiple times, but like, here's the thing. She, she I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but she did marry a family that is like generations and generations deep of cowboys. I'm gonna say that probably there's some there could be some bad in there. She's called the pioneer woman. This is it's I think the reason I think it's so funny is because it's one of these things that it was so like a, but it's not like, her husband. No, no, it's, it's not even her husband's ago. father. I don't think. Like, it's like, yeah. Well, and that's. The th I don't think that anyone's like canceled the pioneer woman. Over but I also, else, but I don't know. I didn't like look like far, far, far into. Ooh, it. I read the. I, I, I read the whole article. I was wrapped. Yes, I read the variety article. No, but it, I, th I think I just I think it's funny because like the way that like thank God Martin Scorsese is making this movie like in collaboration, um, like with uh you know Osage citizens is like so different than the way that like almost every other movie about the West has ever been made. You know, right, and I. And so there's just something that's so funny to me about being like, I'm the pioneer woman. And then 35 seasons later, the way that we talk about things has shifted such that like inherently in your concept, it is rough. Like you like the idea of like, I own all this land in Oklahoma. And as it's like, I wonder, I, can see. I wonder whose <laughs> land that was, you know? And it's like, and so like la the hot, hot husband who we always talk about, like his family, like was part of this land grab as depicted in the movie, like a huge part of it. And they own a massive percentage of land that used to be land that belonged to um, the Osage communities and so it is just it's one of those things where again nobody needs to be like oh my god the pioneer woman's a colonizer but it's just so like the, the way that the, we talk about these things and how they have changed it's like oh yeah like your whole thing is that you like live on all this land it's just one of those it's like when you think about hawaii and you're stoned you're like oh hawaii interesting i wonder how that got to be part of the united states oh my god or when you, you start know. thinking about how big the pacific ocean is totally you're just like oh yeah. oh man yeah it's big oh it's like much bigger than we think it is oh my god how what happens out there are you just like keep cleaning a blade and it just won't get totally clean yeah you just keep wiping it and, and you wiping just keep it dancing and dancing you get dancing. another blade <laughs> dancing <laughs> Thank y'all. Um, I did want to do. I did want to bring up the fact that I love that Robert De Niro got truly annoyed by Leonardo DiCaprio's endless quote improv uh, on set because I guess Scorsese has worked with Leonardo DiCaprio multiple times in the past, worked with Robert De Niro multiple times in the past, but putting them together is very funny because Robert De Niro 
you know, he plays the play. He does what's on the page. Yeah, he's old school. And Leonardo DiCaprio loves to go and create and like live inside of the character. Right. And it just pissed Robert De Niro off. And they're just so like, much. just say the fucking words. That's Leo. Just like, he, he really <laughs> would like, anything. it would get to a point that Robert De Niro like wouldn't even talk. He's like, I don't know. He's talking enough for us both, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> so he became Linda. Is what yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's time for it. Hit me with the share. Do, Do you believe it? Is John Mayer dating? Andy Cohen? I think the answer is yes. This comes in from Shelly who writes, hold it, this is important in all caps. (laughs) Is John Mayer, arguably Taylor's worst ex, dating Andy Cohen? Lots on TikTok are saying yes. They have at least one home together. They say they're in love with each other. They held hands at Pride together. They FaceTime each other from bed while on vacation. Taylor did say he's an expert at keeping lines blurry, but I feel like this is really freaking obvious. I fucking believe. She posted three TikToks. The first TikTok goes over how they are living together, holding hands at Pride. Andy Cohen's mama is even steam ironing John's shirt. In an image. Okay. The second TikTok is from the Howard Stern show of Andy Cohen saying, I am in love with John Mayer. We are in love with each other. Wow. (laughs) He also says there's nothing sexual between them, but still. And the third TikTok is the most terrifying of them. Oh, what happened? In the third TikTok, very frightening things happen. Scary things. Are you getting us ready for Halloween? Is that what's happening here? uh, The third TikTok is a segment on Watch What what Happens Live with Andy Cohen, in which John Mayer uh, and him play a game of hot potato, in which they profess things that they love about each other in order to toss the potato until their time runs out. And they get a lot of tosses. They really love a lot of things. Oh, about each you other. should play that with your partner. Uh huh. But that not, would be that, really cute. Well, that is a partner's game, isn't it? And it's interesting that they're playing it together with each other. Love you three. Thanks for being the best, Shelly. I. It's you got to watch the the chemistry is it's crazy and uh, holding hands at Pride is a thing. By the way, is it possible uh, how are that they holding hands? Are they holding hands like like uh like you hold hands with a child or interclasped fingers? Uh, I can't remember. I don't think it's interclassed. Okay. But I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I feel like there's a difference in how you hold hands. It's true. I was going to say, like, I mean, there's a lot is of... it possible they're just doing the thing where sometimes when two, like, straight guys who love each other are just really performative about their, like, affectionate, non-sexual love for each other? You're thinking but... of Polly and Vinny, and, and that's exactly... Yes, I'm thinking of Polly and Vinny, exactly, from Jersey Shore. But um, obviously, Andy Cohen would not fit the two straight guys, like... Like ironically professing right. love for each other thing. So, I mean, that would be. I would think that this would be great. I don't want to paw paw. Uh, uh, fun. You know. Are you paw pawing right now? I don't want to paw paw like <laughs> no paw paw. Fun bro, like no bromances or whatever. If it is true, a true bromance, but it does seem to walk the line. Yeah. Uh, towards something else, for sure, based on all the evidence. Well, I mean, when we look at Polly and Vinny, don't we want that line to just ever so gently be crossed? You know, like when, or when two... we look at the fan art based on it, we yeah. Oh, yeah. see the line get crossed and we get thrilled by it. We want two, two allegedly straight men who love to make a joke about how much they love each other. We want them to just accidentally tumble into true love with each other. And maybe that's what's happening here. Although, again, with the Andy Cohen thing, maybe he was already... Uh, you know, ready for it. And John Mayer is realizing some things about himself. I think that would be nice. I don't think he, John Mayer necessarily needs a redemption arc, but it, this would be one. Yeah, maybe that's why he's such a bad boyfriend. Yeah, because he is a bad boy. Doesn't he need it? Because he needs man love. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. I hope they're kissing. Yeah. I think they do sometimes. Yeah. I, and I think that's wonderful. For sure. And even I'll, if it's yeah, like I'll as a joke, it. you know, like a or like, anyone, oh, let's like dresses kiss. like People a woman or something and or so, I don't know. And they do it that way. Man, whatever they do, as long as they're both smiling, he puts a little, I think that's a all right. He puts a little ladies tiny little ladies wig on the tip of his penis or something like that. Oh, that would be cute though. And talks as like a that woman. one King of Queens episode. Yeah. He's like, Can I, may I kiss you, my love? Oh, yes. He's just like shaking his dick at John Mayer. <laughs> In my head, the dick is dressed up like I Love Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and John Mayer's like, this is what I, John Mayer's like, I'm open to being fluid, but like, I need you to do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, sure. Thing. Of course. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Yeah. That sounds great. Whatever. When I already your penis have the wigs. turns into another human. Yeah. Little <laughs> tiny wigs. I think that's awesome. Does that mean that it's time for the list? I think so. Oh. oh. Who's on the list? Jack Gay. Gotta, gotta have that list. Man, you guys are going to be like, oh shit, Jackie. You've got to be souping me. And I'm going to be like, yeah, guys, I just got to read the list because you are about to be so blown away by the facts that I'm about to give you. Hold on to your pants because I don't want you to find yourself pantsless and wet and sweating and begging for it to stop. <laughs> is this about to be another list that is just referencing a different <laughs> list? Pretty much. Um, yeah. No, yeah, totally. These are, you might know them from the reality <laughs> show that singers Ray J and Brandy are brother and sister, but did you know that their first cousin is Snoop Dogg? Wow. No, but Wait, I, and I give knew. A, what's the theme of this list, Jackie? What's it's the... uh, 30 weirdo celebrity, celebrity connections. connections. All right. Did All you right, know what a bunch of weirdos. that Alice Cooper and Groucho Marx became close friends after meeting at a party? They lived near each other, and Groucho, an insomniac, would ask him to come over and Wait, hang out when he couldn't we, sleep. Didn't we I talk like about this. this like recently? Or am I crazy? No, I would have remembered. Maybe I heard about this somewhere else. This I knew I've heard this factoid recently. He's like, Groucho can't sleep. So he would just come over and they would like watch old TV together. I love Which, this. How fucking badass that's so would cool. that be? I think that's, see, to maybe this list isn't the worst list of all. It. I'm not shitting on I it. I love funny that you, you were just like, behold the list, <laughs> but like never said what the list was. Just Yeah, you're just going li- to, uh, you figure it out. You <laughs> figure out so what the connection is. It was fun. so much built. Actually, you yeah, have to figure out the theme of the list. You're welcome. I tried. I was trying to do something fun and you ruined my fun. What are you talking you just yeah, give just me the information to read the name of the list. Ray J and Brandy are <laughs> yeah. cousins with Snoop Dogg. What's the name of the list? What is the I'd be list? like, I yeah. give up, man. I uh, give up. You have to figure like it out. Family, weird celebrity families or something. Until would I would read something like Steve Jobs taught Andy Warhol how to draw with a Macintosh. During a birthday party for Sean Lennon, son of Yoko Ono and the late John Lennon, Warhol was captivated by the computer Jobs had given the child, but had no idea how to use it. So Jobs taught him how to draw using the Mac Paint software. Oh my god, this wow. entire thing needs a close reading. Okay, Steve Jobs was at Sean Lennon's birthday party and gave <laughs> him an Apple computer before Andy yeah. Warhol had ever seen a computer like this? Correct. That's a crazy yes. anecdote. This list is fantastic, Jackie. <laughs> Thank That's you. I thought it had some stuff on here that I had never heard before. This doesn't matter as much, but I think it's kind of fun. Cher used to babysit Anthony Kiedis, said the Red Hot Chili Peppers frontman, I was 12 years old, she was fit and fine, I knew that, and I just hit that hormonal plateau. Can you imagine... 
having Cher babysit you when you're a 12-year-old boy? Yeah, it would have been wild, That's, man. That is strange. I don't think 12-year-old boys really need babysitters. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking out of turn there. I just think getting like a hot, um, a hot you're, you're adult getting to the, you're woman. Bridging, yeah, you're bridging the point where it's like, you could probably just say, hey, here's dinner and, you know. It's, it depends on what you're doing. If you're going out of town for a long time or if you're going to not be in the neighborhood or whatever, obviously get a babysitter. It depends on the 12-year-old, et cetera, et cetera. I just think getting like a famously sexy woman for a 12-year-old boy is just a bizarre choice. Because, yeah. of course, the 12-year-old boy, yeah. It is gonna... the plot of a... Uh, yeah. Milk Money. Yeah. yeah, it's a plot of a movie <laughs> of that time. Yeah, the milk movie money. is called Milk Money. Don't you remember Milk Money? No. How inappropriate Milk Money was? Ed Harris, it was Melody Griffith. I just remember she's in a very problematic, uh, very yeah. hot costume um, for most of the movie, or at least from what I remember. I've been trying to get Jeff to rewatch it with me, and I feel uh, like Melody Griffith was in like a bunch of problematic movies. Yeah, sure, I'm sure she was. Yes, I haven't I gone back to look. He takes her to the school. Oh, yeah, so bro. hard up by this, and he Dude, shows how he, hot is she in that she's movie? She's so man. hot in this. And I remember when he, yeah, because he he show gives a dissertation on the female body. Oh my yes. god, uh, uh, and and. In front of the class, and oh, he like yeah. draws on her skimpy, uh, like like uh, little onesie or whatever. Yeah, like, I all, use like that where the ovaries VHS are. A couple of times. Yeah, I remember this now. This is confusingly hot. Yeah, dude, oh, you're well hot, and uh, looks like one of the many movies from the '90s that might not be made today. Oh god. Oh no. no. Oh, there's <laughs> no way they would ever make. Milk yeah, money the whole now. thing was like horny lady <laughs> is fun with the boy. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, might as well be the name of it. <laughs> Horny lady has fun with the boy. Yeah, it's weird. That's a weird one. I'm really glad it's not called that because I definitely couldn't rewatch it then. Ugh. Um, speaking of babysat, Billy Crystal was babysat by jazz legend Billy Holiday. She was the first person to take him to the movies. Yeah, did she Jesus fucking Christ. suck his dick? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I'm all confused. Yeah, with the no, I'm sorry I brought up milk money. Good God. That's on you. I didn't realize it was going to make you that horned up. <laughs> Yeah, she babysat him when Billy Crystal was nineteen, though. To be fair, yeah, yeah. And do you think? Yeah, exactly. It was, it was. She babysat him um, the night he did the Oscars, right? So he got to rehearse <laughs> his material for his big singing. Remember that big singing opener? I miss the 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 days that we were excited about the host of the Oscars, and it was a fun time. I used to no go one to the opera. Him. I used to go to the opera, dude. Oh, that video is so good. I'm so glad we got to play that at San Diego. Thanks everybody for coming out or watching the live stream or rewatch or whatever of San Diego. Appreciate you guys. It was a lot of fun. We got we finally uh, and thanks to the fan who helped us find the I used to go to the opera clip. Do you remember yes, the person? I was gonna name? say it was a, it was in the page seven subreddit that I that that the because I googled I used to go to the opera right. and there was a post in the page seven subreddit a headline of which is I used to go to the opera and it was somebody saying does anyone know where this clip is and somebody had commented whoever you are I hope you're listening thank you you saved our lives we, Jackie was looking through every Alex sad Alec Baldwin video testimonial on his Instagram really page, hard to find and we couldn't find it and we could but you found it it's a real Luke I am your father situation where he doesn't actually specifically say I used to go to the opera. That's more of a summation of what he says, but he does say I used to do fun things like 
X, Y, Z and go to the opera. And he's listing things and all the things are rich people things. He's like, yes, hilarious. He's like, it's the all theater, affluent New Yorker. The baseball game. Yeah. The opera. The Giants nice restaurants. Game. The Giants game. Dressed up in fancy suits. And, but I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm Seven okay. children Seven I've ch- got. Seven children. Like it's I so. Guess I've funny. got to go inside again. I have to watch that every time I'm having like a hard day with Winnie. I need to watch that video because it is just it is so cathartic. It is so <laughs> funny. Anywho, all right. Last but not least, oh, I guess that is not. I don't want to do that. that that's sa- a sad one. All right, I'll do this one and then I'll do one more. What because, was the sad one now? Well, this is the sad one. I, I can't end on that or else it's going to make us all too sad. Christopher Reeve and Robin Williams met at Juilliard and were like brothers ever since. When Williams was broke in college, Reeves would give him food. And after the accident that paralyzed Reeve, Williams came to the hospital disguised as a proctologist who spoke with a Russian accent and was going to examine Reeve. That was the first time since his accident that Reeve laughed. Williams's visit made him believe that there's still joy in life. And now he's Aww. dead. And it's nice. sad. They're both dead, but that's happy. They made <laughs> yeah, each other sweet. so happy while they thing. were alive. Last but not least, that's Patch Moore. Adams sucked though. Yeah, but it has Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. That's true. I mean, you can't discredit Patch J- Adams. Jack is good. Jack is. Jack. Why are we naming this? Wait, wait, why are you saying Jack's not the Robin Williams follow-up movie to say that? But that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. We're naming ones maybe from the so 90s. sad. I just, you know, I love to talk about Jack. Don't Jack will cry as a child. It's certainly, it's certainly not Hook, 26%. Oh, I love Hook. In fact, I'm going to be Hook yelling Hook at... Hook is the best. Come check out the leftovers over on the Patreon because I am going to be yelling about how... Uh, the movie Critters has also gotten a bad rep over on Rotten Tomatoes. It is um, Critters is great. It, it, I Rotten Tomatoes, you're wrong. It deserves a higher rating. Anyway, last but not least, Lauren Hill attended childhood friend Zach Braff's bar mitzvah. The two grew up in the same New Jersey neighborhood. Hill was Braff's Coke and Pepsi partner during his coming of age ceremony. Oh, it's a mitzvah game. I didn't understand what the hell that was. I was like, what's a Coke and Pepsi partner? Is that something? Is that like when you like, I don't know, you piss on each other's hands and guess who's a switch? (laughs) Yeah. What What a weird turn. You were like in the middle of saying the list of this bizarre pause. And then that's a mitzvah game. And I was like, what the fuck? It's a mitzvah game because it says it underneath. It says Hill Hill was Braff's Coke and Pepsi asterisk partner during his coming of age ceremony at the bottom there was an asterisk and it said mitzvah game mitzvah all right game. it's a mitzvah it's game. a mitzvah game <laughs> it's a common mitzvah game oh it's a bird sanctuary that's like how <laughs> like you're saying something like it's a common knowledge thing but like we don't know what a mitzvah game it's is a mitzvah game. if anybody knows the coke and pepsi mitzvah game please write in i would love yeah, to yeah let us know it. i mean Did literally is coke it just like pepsi at your bar is it just stuff? a coke and pepsi taste test where you try to guess which one's which because i could pass it I will fucking pass that. Oh, I'll pass it every time. Man. Every time. Every time. It is absurd how not as good Pepsi is as, pe- as Ouch. Coke. You, you're talking yes. to a Pepsi family. So. Well, well, I'm a Coca-Cola boy. By the way, we had real ass cocaine on, on Team Coca-Cola. What do you have? Fucking... Uh, We're wholesome. We're family oriented. And yeah, isn't that oh, nice? Family oriented with fucking Cindy Crawford f- showing her gaping bee hole on the <laughs> commercial. She didn't show her bee hole. Well, the version I watched. It was in there. No. Absolutely. Uh, she was sex and Absolutely. peps. But I can't see her right now because I think I'm going blind. Items. Oh, oh we, we can't, can't see them. The three named actress has always been cult adjacent. 
but now she's making it clear she is and has been in the cult, which explains why she doesn't believe in counseling. Not Jada Pinkett Smith. Absolutely Jada Pinkett Smith. Well, Whoa. isn't it interesting that she's a Scientologist? We, dude, you just told me last week she wasn't a Scientologist. She well, here's claims the, to not Here's be. the skinny. Here's the skinny. All right, I got. This is why I, I wanted to put this one in because this kind of gives you an. She's like a Jay's. She's like she's she's in the cut. She's in the schmear. She's of in it. the schmear, and this is how. In her recent memoir, Worthy, Jada defends using Scientology to homeschool her children. They also opened the New Village Leadership Academy, which uses study technology teaching methods, an educational approach developed by L. Ron Hubbard. This is from the book. Yeah, so study technology, which is the most Scientology-ass dumb fuck name for like an educational approach. Yeah. From the book, some of the controversy about my approach to education probably had to do with the use of the study technology learning method I discovered when I was introduced to Scientology. Study tech, although it came from Scientology, is legally defined as secular. Because of my experiences on Sundays at the Ethical Society and my Christian, Islamic, Judaic, Buddhist, and Sufi studies uh, throughout my adult life, I didn't hold the same stigma around the Church of Scientology as most do. I was very clear that when I stepped into the Church of Scientology that becoming a member would not be possible, nor was it my goal. My goal uh, was to embrace the basic study manual to educate myself about a method of learning. Uh, But the problem is, this is study technology. Study technology... It's most study books. Let's see. It's okay, I've got a sentence explaining it from the Wikipedia that okay. makes no okay. fucking sense. Up. Yeah, I was just I was just pulling up the Wikipedia. So go, go, throw Th- it. This at is it. absolute hocus pocus. Totally. According to Study Tech, there are three barriers that prevent students from learning. "Quote unquote absence of mass." Wait, comma. what does that mean? Is that is that like I don't know. Dick size? Who fucking knows. He's gonna <laughs> Too break it down. Too steep a gradient, comma. Oh. And the third is the misunderstood word. So what the fuck is this? And the I most mean, important sentence is right. In, in accordance with L. Ron Hubbard's beliefs, the method denies the existence of psychiatric conditions or any biological learning difficulties. Uh, which is, I agree. <laughs> I, wow, man, I've been changed. So in other I words, it's another right. Scientology thing where it's like, there's no such thing as uh, needing therapy yep. or uh, uh, issues. No, no, no. It's just you don't know the right principles. These are the correct principles gotcha. you need to be teaching. They get different dictionaries, like their own special dictionaries, and students are directed to find your misunderstood word. Yawning is taken as a physical sign that a student has misunderstood a word or concept. I am so sorry, but uh, this is yeah, totally absolutely insane. Also, uh, watch out for Applied Scholastics. It's also promoted outside the church by affiliated corporation Applied Scholastics. That's a thinly veiled Scientology organization that's trying to infect, infest your uh, your Yikes. child's brain, essentially, with Scientology concepts. Wow. Yeah, dude. I'm not buying it, wow. Jada. I guess she's fucking evil then. I guess Interesting. She's evil. <laughs> uh, all right. Also, you up. guys did bring up, which I'd never seen that clip before. You were talking about, so someone wrote in telling us about this clip. Yes. With Will Smith, that he was in the background, that she was like making some video, Jada Pickett Smith was. And he was like, man, please, can we not put this on Instagram? Can we just like have a conversation? And she's just like, you see what I have to put up with? You see what right. I have to deal with here? Like making it like a joke when he was genuinely asking her to not be posting this. Yeah, I can't this. say for sure, but I'm pretty sure she's not agreed. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's looking It rough. is funny to like present yourself as such a kind of like, um, like a sturdy leader and then be like, also, I teach my kids using this um, weird cult 
curriculum. It just makes me so sad. It makes me so sad that she's connected to these things because like I like the idea that she's promoting open communication totally. in families. Like I think that that is something that is very important to encourage and I hate that she was like the face of that and now it's like, "Well, what an idiot. She right. she's bad." And now it's like, "Well, some of the things that she was at least promoting that like at least communication wise, I think it's totally. Really she's good. very and she's very but charismatic. Everything else now finding everything else about her, I'm just like, man, she's clearly an intelligent. Sucks. She's an intelligent and thoughtful and charismatic and talented person who has directed all of that energy the way that you do if you're caught up with like the narcissism of Hollywood. I think is like you instead of like directing all of that intelligence and critical thinking towards like. Uh, you know, something else, you like directed into this weird like Scientology curriculum. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's lots of people in Hollywood that are like that or just famous or rich people in general who have like so much to offer, but then instead get all wrapped up with these, you know, kind of simplistic ways of thinking because that's kind of what is that's what they get caught up in. And instead, yeah, like I think she's an incredibly like smart and thoughtful person, but it's like the fact that you you're like I'm homeschooling my kids using study tech is such a, of course you know whatever like that's not that one thing can never make or break a person but it's like an indicator to me of a kind of of the kind of like groupthink that happens in these types of circles you know yeah that's yucky oh, yeah. ducks yeah misunderstanding the word <laughs> this former child actress turned teen actress turned adult actress turned talk show host went on a rampage against her ungrateful writers. And oh, said God. they were a dime a dozen and easy to replace. Oh, my God, Drew. Man, we were just, man, burn your how goodwill. quickly. One week, we're like, we love Drew Barrymore. We've only heard good yeah, things. Now she's a Batman villain. She's, I mean, she is the penguin in this. Variety recently put up an article with this headline, Drew Barrymore's post-strike season premiere, a meandering muddle that could use better writing. Which uh, I thought was fun. You know? Yeah, I bet it could. I mean, there it, a dime uh, a dozen, you see? Similar, like, I think, to... to to Jada Pinkett Smith and like Drew Barrymore is obviously a very thoughtful, very talented, very intelligent person. In this case, she just was way too far up her own ass to see the light of day and like realize that the temperature, the way the wind is blowing, you should side with the unions and not the other way around. I think that celebrity just makes you lose your perspective on things. But yelling yeah. that the writers are a dime or a dozen, it's like, are you in the 1950s right now? Like, I feel like now I just see her completely retextualized as a a person literally in a black and white movie. Yeah. They're a dime a dozen, you hear? <laughs> They're easy to replace, I tell you. Uh, no. I run this town, not them. I'm not the bad guy. They're the yeah, bad, bad guy. guy yeah, you see? <laughs> I'm the nice girl. I've never been kissed. And they're all on a train. Rich man yeah, they're all on a like some big like railway train. <laughs> yeah. I was an E.T., damn you. <laughs> that, that alien movie was a big, big picture that year. Uh, here we go. Last one. You know what will stop the bad press for the A-list singer? You know it will turn it a whole 180, a one-off reunion show with the boy band. That is looking a lot more likely than it was a month ago. No. I mean... He, just because of Britney's memoir, he's worried about his bad PR, so he's going to go on an NSYNC reunion tour? Oh, he's so he's so going to go on a right fucking now. tour? He's so fucked right now. He, he does looks look so bad. bad right now. And his marriage is in, like, dire straits. I mean, it's a nightmare for yeah, this guy right now. Yeah, he's having a rough You know what I mean? 
mean? I mean, obviously, we're talking about JT. I, I, I saw some like there was some viral video of him dancing on stage, and it's like if this didn't yes. get him stopped, I don't know. What I remember will. that video, just that as well. horrible where he was just like, kind or somebody of else dancing. Else was like, look at him, he's given up. Why can't we see it all right now? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Justin Timberlake, of course, and in sync. I, I definitely would believe it uh, that they would be like, "Haha, we're back to dancing like puppets for yeah. you." Who was it? Who was just yeah. telling me? Was it you, Holden, or maybe it was Jake? That in the the in sync hot ones that like he's the least charismatic of all of them. Yes, yeah, yeah. That like all of in sync is like really fun and charming and like really great to watch, and then it's just him. And that again doesn't surprise me because he's the one with the most success. So I'm sure he's the one who's like lost the ability to be a real person the most you know yeah yeah, yeah he's fallen quite a bit in the last couple years for sure and also again talk about the way the wind blows and just figuring out where things are at for the longest time he was like yeah Britney Spears is crazy right, crazy, oh, right? Yes. yes and now he's like I'm so sorry that I right. was so dismissive to her you know like I feel like he just got caught up and like oh I am part of the problem and I wasn't part of the problem for like 15 years because nobody was talking about me that way because I got off scot-free yeah Yeah, I've screwed over Janet Jackson as well his his, like karma yeah I think was finally up it ran out for sure totally his karma was up that's spoken like a man that saw errors again. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> we had a great time. It was fun. I took Lexi. We had an awesome time. Stonier watch, which is good. That's good. Not as, oh, you mean not, not as, as absolutely hammered in the middle yes, of the day? Yes, yes. We, we forewent getting completely hammered. Yeah, We also, again, saw it at 3.30 in the afternoon. Hell yeah, uh, dude. It was a real- The witching hour. Yeah, it was a real flower moon or whatever it is. Yeah, it was good times. Hell yeah, but yeah, you can see again? Yeah, I can see again. We're back. Welcome back, bro. Just in time for us to get the hell out of here. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today at page seven. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me over on Instagram at JackThatWorm and start getting your gravies creamed start i know it's like i know we're working on our halloween costumes we have up but just start dreaming of taters and start just ooh, just cubed bread covered in butter because we're going to be hanging out on thanksgiving over at twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho and you got to prepare yourself now get the fireball now i love because we're drinking spooky you're, mistakes you're jumping on yes this promo. you're like oh, yeah, target man. it's ta- halloween has not even happened i know but Bro, all right i I'm the, I'm the Christmas this year, okay? I'm the one coming Target in. Target thinks Halloween is over. There's no costumes at Target anymore. It didn't even happen I know. yet, Target. Slow down. This is because <laughs> I went to Home Goods over the weekend. I went to Home Goods. We went to Marshalls. Oh my God, Jeff and I got boba teas and we went to all these places and we were looking for uh, more Halloween stuff. Everything's gone. It's gone. Wow. It's all, So we just like screamed at Christmas's name. But where are the turkeys? I know. Indeed. I know. Where have all the turkeys gone? If you figure out how to decorate your house in between Halloween and Christmas, let me know because my husband thinks that I'm putting up the Christmas and Hanukkah decorations too early every year. And he's right. But so we have all these fun Halloween lights up. And so it's sad for us, me and the kids, when I take down the Halloween lights and I say, I, we can't put up any more lights till after Thanksgiving. Make a right. cornucopia. Make a, like a light up yeah. cornucopia. A light up cornucopia. Corn, that's the thing. It needs to have corn lights. Corn is maze. Mm, yeah. yeah Very that's, important. This is going to be This yep. is gonna be interesting. Corn is maze. You just say that a lot and, and hand them corn. This is how the people were. This is what then. happens when you don't go see Killers of the Flower Moon yeah. in the movie theater. You turn into yeah. a Holden. So get your ass to the movie <laughs> theater. 
We're saving the movie theater this maze. year. I think they've upgraded the education system since Holden was in elementary <laughs> yeah, school. That was so the only thing they taught, that- I swear to you. And they taught you that they wore buckles on their hats. It was yeah. the other one, which is, feels counterproductive. It's a weird place to put Yeah, a remember when they taught us all the peace and the peaceful dinner that they had? Yeah, the very friendly, yep. peaceful dinner they so all had. So peaceful. They had such Everybody a good time together. Along. Everybody shaking great. hands, holding hands. <laughs> a very, and, very Andy Cohen, John Mayer scenario between the indigenous people and the pilgrims. Oh, was, yes. Absolutely. It's like, are they secretly in love? They're just so into each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of blind items back then about the indigenous people and the pilgrims being secretly in love. It was really a cool time. Well, there totally. you go. You well, have to say your little end thing. It's I'm 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 shout outs. I'll tell you what. I want to plug the Blue Corn Moon. Uh, that is a huge one right yeah, now. Man. Blue Corn Moon. Check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. We got Jacob of the Holdies every Friday at 6 p.m. ET. You should not miss that one. It's the best. And we're back on until pretty much the holidays. Uh, by the way, with that. I know we've been kind of on and off with stuff because of tour, but we are fully back from tour for the rest of the year and ready to bring you guys so much awesome stream shit. It's going to be so much fun over these next couple months. Uh, Also, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. If you'd like, um, I mean, so many people are are continuing to come in. It's really kind of amazing. And uh, there's so many offerings there and people just seem really pleased with the extra recordings. Every single week we provide for $5 a month. We've got Jackie's book readings, the leftovers uh all sorts of good stuff over there for ten dollars a month you can join us for our jersey short watch along every single thursday also also uh page seven podcast at gmail.com please write in with your conspiracy theories with your blind items really appreciate that thank you so much mj my name is mj i am looking at twitter and a lot of people are laughing very hard about michelle williams reading britney spears apparently it is transcribed that she says foches foches what's up homie <laughs> in, in the book and every Everyone is loving it. So um, everyone have fun wait. with the Britney Spears, Michelle Williams audio yes. And I am MJKL Cat on Instagram. Time Love for the it. song. Shout, shout, shout. Let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're going to read it to you. Come on. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the shout-outs. And you can send in your own shout-outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. Whatever you wish, send it on in to page7podcast at gmail.com. And this includes many things beyond Sean Stevens. And yes, I am rectangular. Did it just jump back in your head? I'm so sorry. But I also want to send out apologies to two separate people, Allie and Alina, who both wrote in, not about Sean Stevens, but about how Sean Stevens did infiltrate both of their algorithms, as well as this person, Rayon Bass. Rayon Bass, which I think we just need to talk about next episode, because now then I just lost like 10 to 15 minutes just standing, like staring at Rayon Bass, and I need other people to also, I need Holden and MJ to also so look at this because as Alina described him, weirdly they both have uncanny valley type stares into the camera and giant blocky teeth. I do appreciate Ali describing him. He says he has the personality of a Victorian doll and the face of a police sketch drawing, but tries to endear the masses with piano songs about unrequited love or morbid EDM tunes. Again, Rayon 
R-A-Y-O-N base 2020. And now I'm scared of even saying it in front of the phone, but I just watched the videos. So it's already infiltrated me. So I just want to say thank you. And also, I mean, I'm sorry to everyone for extending the life of Sean Stevens inside of your brain. But we do have a couple of other shout outs to get to. This one comes in from Avery. Avery says, I want to shout out my best friend, Ashley. We've been friends since the Stone Age. She's an amazingly strong person who has inspired me every day. Anytime I talk with her, she had something going on. She was working on herself through therapy, painting, giving her time to the needy, taking care of her elderly animals. Her husband surprised her with a divorce after 21 years of a relationship and 10 of those married. He thought she would fall apart after abandoning her 1,100 miles away from her home while on vacation with only one week's worth of clothing and her two pets. But guess what? While it was the worst way I can think of to initiate a divorce— She is doing well because she's a strong woman who knows her worth and will persevere despite this horrible insult and temporary setback. Her friends have rallied around her and she has all the ammunition and support she needs to move forward and tackle this hurdle and move forward like the shining star she is. Five moms are so upset by this, including her husband's, that she has the fuel to fire her own son, not to mention her own steely resolve to see this through divorce is so heartbreaking and all of her friends were once his too but after this surprise upset there isn't anyone standing on his side she did everything for him she sold her home moved thousands of miles took care of bills and living arrangements all so he could pursue his dream this is the only time a creative like me will say Let the dream die and give birth to a new dream in which this wonderful woman will be able to pursue her dreams without criticism. I love page seven and appreciate all you do. And Jackie's shout outs always make me cry from happiness. For right now, everything is hopeful but raw. But I want everyone to know no matter what you are. You are not alone, and we won't let her climb this mountain without love and support. Love, Avery. Oh, so much love to you and Ashley. You got this, bitch. And fuck that dude. Fuck right off. I'm so happy that you were surrounded by people and that you can just just put your rage into a thousand suns and get through this with power. Hell yeah, bitch. And next up, we've got Etna, the littlest sister, here to wish their big brother, Callum McCord, a huge happy 35th birthday. They say life hasn't always been easy for my big brother, Callum, but recently he started listening to your pod religiously and this will make his day. Oh my God, Callum, I'm giving you the biggest 35th year old hug. We're in our mid thirties. We have to hold on to it while we can. We're not in our late thirties yet. We've got this. All right. Happiest of birthdays to you. And I'm sending many, many a kiss. And last but not least, we've got a message in from David to Caitlin. David says, we work at the same lovely software company together and found kinship once we discovered our mutual love of all things last podcast network. We kikied almost nonstop about side stories. And I recently got her hooked on page seven. We slacked each other about the rectangular 
killer song nearly died about the Jackie slash Holden Pittsburgh dive bar story. Can someone say field trip and definitely shared some feelings about Croc cowboy boots. Also, now that Holdy Who has had some time on side stories, you can count on Caitlin and I supporting bids for Jackie and MJ to make their own crossover slash guest appearances as long as Marcus and Henry give consent, which is always sexy beyond measure. Thanks, y'all, as always, for being yourselves. Caitlin and I wouldn't have it any other way. And thank you, guys. I love, oh my God, there is nothing I like more than a work friendship where you kiki and slack. I miss my slack kiki so much. I, oh. Thank you guys so much. And it gives you something to talk about around the water cooler. And it's what we started page seven for in the first place. So thank you so much for joining us. I understand that Croots might not be in our future, but I will say I did purchase the Lisa Frank Crocs. I have multiple pairs of Crocs. How quickly it happens. Man, you just blink and all of a sudden I'm like, I have, I have three pairs of Crocs. It's been weeks. What's wrong with me? It's They're like gremlins. Did I feed them after midnight? Anyway, sorry. Didn't mean to end the show on that. But love you guys so much. We'll see you guys next week. Well, you'll hear us next week. And we'll be back for our Halloween episode. So much love to y'all. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.